Night Stars, Susan Strasberg, Alejandro Ray, and Barry Atwater. Hello there, and welcome to episode 94 of the Night Gallery podcast. My name's Chris Brown. Today we're going to be talking about The Doll of Death, originally aired on May 20th, 1972. It's a teleplay by Jack Gus, based on the short story by Vivian Merck, and directed by John Badham. Good evening. The paintings you see on display are designed to lift you from the ordinary. They're collected from all over the world and brought here by train, jet, and hearse, carefully crated and packed with protective covering, and often with their native earth. We call your attention to this gentle facial study with the one visible intriguing eye and the wind-blown hair. And to those of you whose visual acuity is perhaps better than most, you'll note these skulls that that one eye is contemplating. This painting is called Doll of Death, and it tells a story that takes place in the West Indies where the ancient art of voodoo is still practiced and celebrated. Now, if you don't believe in voodoo, you can take this with a grain of salt. On the other hand, if you find yourself dancing to that distant drummer, and the drum seems to beckon, Check for missing pins and brand new dolls. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the Night Gallery. Alec Brandon, played by Barry Atwater, is um, celebrating the fact that he's going to marry the woman of his life, Sheila Trent, who's played by Susan Strasberg. Um, what happens is that there is a party, but all of a sudden in rocks up a guy called Raphael, who's played by Aljo Ray. And uh, Raphael, basically, he's an old suitor to Sheila. And when they meet in the crowded room, Sheila effectively decides there and then to bolt and run. And uh, Ra- uh, poor old uh, Alec is left humiliated as uh, our lovers ride off to be together on horseback. Um, Brandon's got a manservant, uh called Andrew and Andrew helps him exact his revenge on the rakish Raphael man who rocks a fantastic moustache and nothing else Um, he gets hold of a doll a voodoo doll and uh, grabs some some clothing and a bit of hair and is able to to use the doll for his revenge and um he grabs it and basically what happens is uh, Sheila sees uh, Raphael in terrible pain and has marks on his body and um, he she basically then goes to see Andrew the manservant to try and find out what's going on Mr. Brandon poison I tried to stop him with the ring, but too late. The spell was cast when your man crossed the path of the dread sound. Andrew, what ring? Belongs Mr. Brandon. 
fine juju doll. Maybe. Andrew appears to be poisoned as um, Alec has desperately tried to sever any links with him and what he's actually doing to Raphael. Um, he turns to um, to Sheila and says, basically, that you know, here's a ring for you to use. Uh, it'll break the spell of what's happening. Worried of, 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 that Raphael will die, um, Sheila then heads off to see Alec and um, speaks to him to try and persuade him to stop his plan. Oh, Alec. Did you really expect him to understand anything besides those pills and potions that he carries in that little black bag of his? Like the exquisite purity of vengeance. Yes. It's come full circle, Sheila. We're alone now. Andrew is dead by my hand because he thought he could interfere with the power of the Obi. I have often dreamed this, Sheila. Raphael rotting on some deserted beach, you beside me, listening to the crackle of the fire, mistaking that simple pleasure for his footsteps. Do you take me to be a fool? Do you think I can't see through this pose of content? Come here, Sheila. Be witness to the cult of Isis. That blood brotherhood that reunites lovers in death. So she pretends to that she still loves Alec, uh, but Raphael sees through this unsurprisingly. He, um, he goes for an embrace, takes the doll, and then smashes it onto the table, onto a marble table. But... It's Alec who screams, and he grabs hold of his head and falls to the floor. And on our last shot, we see uh, his his body next to the doll, and around the wrist, the uh, the signet ring that Sheila had managed to place it in the confusion while she was begging for for, for her boyfriend's life. Um, so that's the story. Um, basically, this isn't one of the better stories in truth. Um, it's not great. Um, so, it's we're, we're down to, you know, this is the, the penultimate episode of Night Gallery, and it kind of shows that they're, they're kind of <laughs> struggling to get everything together. Um, one of the unusual decisions that were made was to move, the, to update the story so it feels more modern, which would be fine, except for the fact that there wasn't really enough work done to make it feel modern. The original story, The Doll of Death, was published in uh, 1933, in, a, in Vivian Mech's uh, anthology of fiction, Veils of Fear, which uh, features a rather fetching crown on the skull wearing a crown on the cover. Uh, it's quite it's quite a nice little 1930s cover. But um, it will have been reprinted in 1965 in the, in the pan's, in a pan book of horror anthologies, which I'm sure is where they've got this story from at that stage. Um, unfortunately, um, you know, and that was based, you know, in colonial times, really, and, and that's why it has quite a colonial feel. And I, again, one of those we speak before about those kind of, you know, the idea of terrible things happening in the jungle and stuff like that. And you know, my my dislike of voodoo curses as, as a trope for for horror. 
But um, in this case, again, even to move it forward probably makes it worse because you lose some of the, you know, the, the gilded edges of the old concept of like, you know, the West Indian plantation and uh, voodoo spells. Um, it, you know, they, they, they speak with references to modern day, but really it doesn't have that feel. I think that's probably fair to say. Um, it's quite hard to say as well, but the, the, the miscasting of um, Susan Strasberg is, she's meant to be like somebody you would kill for, and she doesn't really appear it. She seems quite, you know, confusing. Um, part of the reason for that is Bob, Barbara Perkins was originally picked for the role, but um, Parkins fell off a horse. She wasn't badly injured, but it was enough to, to, for her to leave the set, and uh, she had to be recast. Um, you know, she wasn't seriously here, but when she quit the show, uh, Bada said, uh, at the time about the situation at the time. In retrospect, I realised I should have used a double. That incident made me much more cautious in situations later on. In a way, I'm glad it happened because I learned a lesson in a situation that wasn't really awful. Um, which is fair enough, but also you know, quite um, quite sad really. And I've, it just it's one of those episodes I think of Night Gallery where the pits don't really work together. I mean, for one, um, Alec initially just appears to be quite cuckolded, and he doesn't appear much of a villain. Um, you know, a, some a bit of a joke, really. And then that goes from that through to being effectively just obliterated with um, with hate to the point that he's willing to kill. And uh, the last exchange... You know, in such a short period of time, in the 25 minutes, seems to be completely at odds with the same man who was at the start of it celebrating his uh, his future marriage. Um, also, it sits badly with some of the other stories that have similar tones or themes. Uh, I'll never leave you ever. It's probably the one, the most, the closest to like a voodoo doll style story that has um, violence in its heart, you know. But I mean, you know, you could compare this to something like, you know, those those stories that touch on colonial times, like the caterpillar or the doll. And they all do a similar thing, I think, a lot better. Um, which is a shame, but, you know, as we're saying, this is, we're right near the end of our run now. And uh, unfortunately, at this stage, with chop and changing around and, on different times and being moved for the football and having budgets cut, uh, ironically, the, where the concentration should have been on the script to really make them pop, on this occasion, sadly it was not. For anything of mine at all, I'm afraid I should be very much distressed. Take him, Sheila. I grant you one last embrace. The only one your lover shall know before his eternal sleep. Filled with the joys of spring, we are there at the moment. Um, the bad news is we, we're, well, A, that we're coming to our end of our run, and end of this year, 2012. Uh, but also bad because we have um, the worst story in Night Gallery coming up next week. Um, I think when I first started doing these, uh, I used to rant a little bit about the ones that I disliked this much, but uh, this one is particularly special in its writing. I don't know if you'll get a rant out of me, but you'll certainly get a, uh, a little bit of disbelief that it exists.
if you want to get hold of me, please do. Uh, my Twitter is at orange underscore monkey, or you can go to our website, www.thetwilightzonenetwork.com. So, until next week, where we discuss a story where a man has a fight with a gorilla in a prop room. Take care, and I will speak to you soon. Goodbye. <laughs>